Roach, Roach Coach. Podcast. Hot all day. Every is the Roach Coach. Podcast. All day. All day. Every day. Hello and welcome to the 401st episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go, ladies and gentlemen, back with you back for another episode of Roach Coach, creating this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, it's all about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? That's right. We're going over your feedback, your recommendations, your emails. Let's just kick it off with the topic that we got to talk about, which is that we just celebrated 400 episodes. 400. And now on 401, we we had asked everybody, hey, tell us your memories. Tell us your thoughts. Give us praise. Feed our egos. We have Please. made 400 episodes of this show. Tell us what you liked about it. Don't tell us anything mean. And thankfully, <laughs> everybody obliged. Lots and lots of great comments. Matt, why don't you start with this wonderful comment uh, from Dan Terry. Dan Terry comes in. We love Dan Terry. If you haven't been checking out uh, DFT's Dungeon, uh, it's on Gabber Media, which is what Roach Coach is on. There you go. And yeah, he's doing the damn thing, and he's been doing it for a while. He just made a pretty significant announcement. I'll let you find out what that is but anyway dan comes in and he says my favorite roach coach memory was when i was installing garage doors and blasting the alien ant farm episode and one of the construction workers was cracking up every three seconds he finally asked me the name of the podcast and if there were any more episodes on it and i was like buddy you got years of enjoyment ahead of you My favorite thing about this story Mm -hmm. you mentioned, Lauren, is that like Alien Ant Farm is kind of in the teens, maybe in the 20s. I want to say it's like episode like 27 or something like that. So the question is either. Oh, no, you're right, Matt. It's episode 19. So my question is, did Dan work this job like when we were at episode 100, 200? (laughs) But he goes back to the Alien Ant Farm one all the time because he's like. This is a good one to play in front of the fellas. <laughs> this is safe. This one's this safe. One's safe this one. one's safe. Not too much prowler, not too much broad talk, mm. just enough of right. everything. Yeah, they're not they're not busting out man I feel like a man yet, you know. None of that <laughs> none of that stuff's going on. What's funny is the very next episode is disturbed sickness, which is, you know, which I feel You're, like now I'm like <laughs> if somebody's like what does your show sound like? I'm like you should just start with the sickness. That's the episode I think you know i feel like that was the one where it was like every episode is similar to this (laughs) (laughs) there's different characters that come in and out there's different bits that happen but Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you're and jenny unfiltered love of something and my putting up with it there it is there it is i hadn't turned the corner yet of actually really enjoying some of it Mm -hmm. no yeah that really comes at the uh at the system of a down episodes yeah that's that's when things start to change absolutely uh mike Palladino said i love this podcast when i first started listening i think i had about 50 episodes to catch up and i gotta say it was the best 100 hours of my life (laughs) well done we are on brand yes i love the book reviews the characters the 15 or so phrases that are said during each episode and love hate listening to the albums presented i talk about this podcast with so many people hopefully one day they will become roach writers too. keep up the great work thanks again lauren jenny and matt thank you mike thank you mike for doing the doing the damn thing that's right uh, Christoph Markle comes in. Oh man, so many great moments to choose from. Here are a few that stand out. Number one, bro talk or whatever the segment is when Jenny jumps in with a deep voice and everyone starts talking like an ultra bro. Honestly, I cry laughing every time. Some of the best one-liners have come out of that skit. I do love a good broad talk. Love a good it broad is, talk. Mm-hmm. It is not the same without jenny <laughs> well yeah you can't you gotta have her in it you need that element of you know what you gotta have an actual broad yeah yeah you gotta have an actual you know what i mean you gotta, you um I mean? the yeah. other thing is that she goes so much further than you and i do like her filter fully removed listen jenny jenny will sometimes say like someone's gone too far but really no one goes further than Jenny. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll continue the comment. Number two, the follow the leader episode live in the hotel room where everyone is drunk. Classic. Ooh, 
Wait a second. Follow the leader, I thought, was live. Follow the leader. I th- so I believe he is. So there's a couple details here. For one, I appreciate the level of excitement. It's the corn issues episode that we are in the ho- uh, hotel room. Mm-hmm. We are not drunk. We are hopped we up are- on hot chicken. <laughs> That's correct. And that episode is also the creation of Funky Cat. That's right. <laughs> Because I remember we reorganized that whole, we should have taken a picture, but we didn't. We reorganized the whole hotel room so that we could be facing each other. We waited prior to this two and a half hours for hot chicken because I was like, oh, wow, we're here in Nashville. We should get some hot chicken. We got the order in and then it was like, they have our money. Where's our chicken? And we waited forever. And we were, this is the thing, like Lauren was not the happiest he's ever been. I was furious. At this, I was furious. At, I was so at this mad. situation, and it was about to get worse because Jenny and I both were like, "I don't, I do not think this is going to happen. I don't know how the hell we're going to do this episode." And then we got that sweet hot chicken in us, and it truly did give us life because we were all on one on that episode we were and then the thing i always remember was that we're eating this chicken in silence and then matt you look at me and you go how long is this shoes and i was like 53 minutes but it has like a bunch of sound snow at the end and you're like let's do it let's do it right now let's do it and then jenny's like all right but i'm taking my shoes off or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like, he's like, I don't care. Very Jenny. Move. And, then, and then we like moved beds and moved counters and moved. Ed, and yeah, it was, it was insane. Okay. It was crazy. Three, the new metal junk drawer, the most random collection of items, all perfect in their own way. Mm-hmm. Junk drawer is a classic. I love the junk drawer. Love it. Special mention to Jenny reacting to the insanity of the Rammstein music videos. Keep up the amazing work. This podcast was a staple of mine during the pandemic. Made me feel really connected to the new metal community. Matt, Jenny, Lauren, you've made something special and should be very proud of the funny, amazing podcast you've created in your free time. We know you're all rich and make millions of dollars from this podcast, but we still appreciate it. Patreon.com slash Roach Coach Podcast. Become a member. Mm-hmm. Help us uh, fulfill our multi-millionaire dreams. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just become- $7 at a, at a time, baby. That's right. Join the Patreon. You get uh, a bonus episode every week. Every every week. God, no, I can't do that. Uh, a bonus episode <laughs> every month. A bonus episode every <laughs> Look, month. Look, that would be, I'm going to tell you real true. Ain't no way that would be $7 a month. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, and, uh, but yeah. Can you, can you imagine taking on another weekly podcast right now? Matt, we just scheduled out for the next pact and it was truly sweating bullets okay <laughs> like i was i was, in a there was a time mode. there was a time where i was doing three weekly podcasts you're crazy and i was doing it for years wow yeah, it's, all it's, that it, free time it was wild that, it's wild that you did that it is because i had free time yeah. before because before uh yeah, my but, life got really serious <laughs> yes well it's funny because i mean i remember people reaching out and saying oh do you want to do a show and i remember thinking like i'm doing notes for this show i'm editing this show like i roll into i roll into wednesday i just want everybody to know when i roll into wednesday i'm like i post everything and then i'm like all right i'm gonna shut down i can't do anything for a while i'm like so done uh, but then I gotta I gotta turn it all back on, especially if we end up recording on a weekend. Then I gotta do notes Thursday night, so I really only yeah. get like a night. Uh, so I give it well, all. Christoph, Christoph, please don't let us talking talking about the logistics of doing this podcast um, make you think that we're saying anything negative about your content, your content, your content? or your comment. Yes, I uh, because we appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you so much, and thanks for listening. That's Thank awesome. You. Uh, Steven Mazinski says, you guys kill me when you bring up the vampire Lestat in any context. <laughs> also, Matt Naz's former coworker at Pizza Hut, who seriously told him in order to be a vampire, you have to want it. If you could summarize the 90s in one statement, Pizza Hut really was far superior in those days. Um, I, I forgot I told that story, but it's so true. And it was amazing. like, what are you? Yeah. Yeah. You have to listen to cowboy junkies and just really want it. Listen, working 
working in food service, you're going to meet some of the most wild and interesting people that you've ever it's known the in your life. Best. It's the best. Working in food service, if you are a normie like me, like I would say I'm pretty straight down the middle, but working in food service gave me a lot more edges. When I was working at the deli in the mall, I met some uh, some real wild characters. Some real wild characters. And then you transition to retail and you meet a different... I met somebody mm-hmm. for six months that wasn't who they were because they didn't have a social security number. And once they get found out, they disappear. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Stephen, uh, for for that one. Let me dive into this one from uh, from Alex Pozuelos. One of my favorite moments was the first time I heard the podcast. I was looking for the Family Values album with the giant crying baby, and I just so happened to stumble on the podcast. I was at work, so I was like, okay, I'll give this a listen and see what these people have to say about this album I have major nostalgia for, and I wasn't disappointed. I love how you guys start the up by giving some info or stories you have about the band or album before you get into it. All your funny bits had me crying laughing at work, but the moment Primus comes on and Funky Ken came out, I think I passed away from laughter, so I absolutely had to go back and listen from the beginning, and I'm so glad I did because I found comedy gold. All the funny characters and moments, there's so many, I can't name them all, or I'd be writing this all day. I can't believe this was like four to five years ago, and I've been listening to you guys every Wednesday. It's become like a weekly ritual, and I just want to say thank you, guys, for all the laughter and good times and being so freaking cool and actually communicating with your fans with the Who's Tweeting apps. Roach Rider for life. I just want to say what up to my girl Midwest mom, Funky Ken, (laughs) Charles Mansion, Indigo Basement Alive with the Vibe, Lauren at the Milk Bar, Matt and Oz, you know what's up, Dialed into the Planet, and God, I love you! Pazuelos, you you fucking did it. You you know what? Alex Pazuelos, real motherfucking deal. Here's the deal. And this is not hyperbole. Mm -hmm. There are a few of our Roach Riders who have been riding for so long. I can't even imagine the show without them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just like, yeah, you're part of the show too. Yeah. We've already mentioned quite a few of them already. We have. We sense. have. <laughs> we got up next, Matt. We've got Auntie Allen coming in. I found it endless, endlessly amusing when you covered Hell Yeah. And Matt kept saying Hell Yeah to every other statement is manly macho voice. Very macho voice. Uh, so funny. Also, Charles Mansion. Wow, two great Matt characters Uh-oh. in one. Hell yeah, if voice. If you and are excited about Charles Mansion, let me just tell you. I don't have to blow this because you already know this. The 420 Puff Puff Pass Cottonmouth Kings episode. Charles Mansion be spitting bars. <laughs> <laughs> we I don't think we actually have. This is the perfect time. Uh we we made it. We have 420 reviews, and we recorded the episode, and it's coming out yeah. in a little bit. <laughs> in, in very soon. Very in, soon. Let me just tell you, Charles Manchin makes his voice heard. Yes. <laughs> he, he was heard on episode 400, letting you know that <laughs> the steel beams melted. <laughs> but in this next one, I don't know. I, I feel like it's pretty good. I think so. I think so. Luke Demas, I still remember stumbling across your show because you did an episode on 311 self-titled album. I emailed you guys saying how funny I thought it was that y'all didn't really like it, even though 311 is my favorite band, LOL. And Jenny was super sweet and sounded genuinely happy that I wasn't offended and could have fun with you guys. That moment showed me that even with differing opinions, you all seem very genuine and listening to your show has felt like hanging out with friends ever since. Happy 400. I'm ready for 400 more. Keep on rolling, baby. Keep it rolling, baby. Absolutely, Luke. Listen. Luke. The three, Come on, man. The 311 episode, as I've learned, is one of our most divisive episodes because 311 heads, um, who are called 3Es, um, I uh, I have learned that some of them- <laughs> They are? Maybe. I don't know. You know what? I don't care. There you go. Oh, and, shit. Uh, uh, no, but they- the, Doubling people, down. Some people, get, some people got very mad about that episode, and I know one person- who told me personally personally who told me she will never listen to the show after what we said about 311 and i was like what a line in the sand to draw and also think about what that says about you as a person 
that you're yeah. depriving yourself of fucking weekly bangers over here on the Roach Coach <laughs> podcast. All right. We are bringing some heat. Roach Coach. And uh, and at 401 episodes now, Matt, we are almost as prolific as 311. So That's how about correct. That? We yeah. only have 400 more albums to mm-hmm. make. Yeah. When you go see a 311 concert, they play 38 songs every night. And the last one is down. So think about that. 38. I setlist.com. You know what, Matt? I'm I'm half making that up, but I half believe it's true. I'm going to setlist.fm right now, uh, which is my homepage. All right. So they recently played a show at the Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City, New Jersey, in which they played 21 songs. The last song was down. I was not exaggerating that much. So there you go. Yep. That's tough. But you know what? Thank you so much, Luke. And thank you to that person for really just emboldening me to pursue my dreams of continuing to do this show. So Matt, we have a comment here from Karam who said, I just need Matt to know that this changed my life. And now anytime I hear a song with really basic lyrics and a simple rhyme scheme, I think this is a real rattle, rattle, roo situation. (laughs) And Matt, you initially did not know what this is from. But now no, you, I no idea, no idea. But but it's since been found. Yeah, this is from episode three fifty eight, "Life by Dope," and for some reason, uh, <laughs> inspiration struck. And here we go. Rattle, rattle, roo. I am bad and so are you. We're in a house that has no walls. Is it a house? Look at my balls. <laughs> Classic NOS. Oh, man. Is this a house? Look at my balls. I mean, these are the lyrics we live for. These are, this is what you that's the roach coach promise that's right Matt this is this is your legacy I want to say uh going back to the legacy of this <laughs> sorry show. I'm sorry Rosemary there's no food on the table but have you heard me go rattle rattle roo <laughs> you know what Matt she'll turn to you and she'll say the same thing that Ernesto said in this next comment stone sour when <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get tired of getting asked that question. Uh, I love it. I love it. Everyone's like, 400 episodes. Thank you so much. Love your show. And Ernesto's like, eyes in the prize. Stone Sour when? You haven't done them when? yet. When, Lauren? Oh, man. Because one thing I know about you is you love telling people what albums we're going to do. I love to tell them what albums we're going to do. And I also love Stone Sour. One of my top five favorite bands after seeing Corey Taylor perform in uh, a pork pie hat, I remember thinking, this is a band I'm going to follow forever to the moon. I'll follow them wherever they go. Stone Sour, when I'm going to say, don't eventually, I'm going to say, don't give up. I'm going to say, don't give up. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say eventually. I mean, there's always a side project summer, some year. Yeah. Right. Right. Good good point, Matt. Good point. Why don't you take this one from JD? Love JD. JD Harrison comes in. Weirdly enough, my favorite Roach Coach moment was when I was listening to the episode on Cole Chambers' Rivals. Not really an album I like. While doing chores around the house, I had listened to about a dozen or so episodes at that point and caught myself chiming in with the catchphrases and realized I had found my new show. So happy for y'all. Thanks so much. Ah, the JD, that's the best. Thank you, JD. Uh, Keep it rolling, baby. Absolutely. David Boone said, my favorite moments are when comments make y'all laugh. It's always a goal I uh, when I post, and hitting that goal makes my dang day. Uh, this show has seriously reignited my and probably many others' long-lost love of new, for that Roach Coach is truly the seventh string of our guitars, the Charles to our mansion, the shelf-stable ranch to our nugs, the real motherfucking deal. <laughs> David Boone. Ah oh, man. Warm my heart. That's beautiful. Oh, can uh, you just imagine some shelf-stable ranch? Uh, you know what? I had some shelf-stable ranch from Culver's yesterday. With my cheese okay. curds. And let me tell you, you want to feel decadence, but also knowledge of like you are eating possibly the most unhealthy thing you can than taking a fried cheese curd and dipping it into shelf stable ranch. Yep. Truly, truly an experience. While watching 
a truly abysmal television show. Um, what you watch? True Detective season four, Night Country. People are going gaga for that. I've heard it's so bad. It's really? So bad. I booed my TV at the end, Matt. I booed it's, my TV. It's over, right? Like, it's done. Anything. It better be. <laughs> Don't you dare make me watch another episode of that. Now, did you like season one? Oh yeah, love season one. Season one's an all timer, right? Season one's an all timer. Season two, I I ride for Colin Farrell's uh, Cop Forever. Incredible performance. Okay, it's a lumpy okay. season, but Colin Farrell's like unhinged in that. Um, and then season three is not great, but it did give us a mini Stephen Dor- Dorf renaissance, which I think we all appreciated. And it Don't was, hate it. and also the other thing is that all three of those seasons were written by a fucking maniac. And season four is written by, from what I can tell, like a normal person using AI prompts. And so I don't know how many times, like at one point somebody falls in a hole and they go like, sorry about that. And I was like, no, 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 no. At one point they just see, say one character's name just gets said like a hundred times. Um, and then the twist, I won't even get into the twist, the solution. It's so stupid. So right. Anyway, but I was You eating- know what's not stupid? Mm. Emails. Emails, man. Who's email? That's right. Uh Jeremy Velarde sent us an email. The subject for Hundo. For Hundo. Said Roach Riders Unite. Happy for Hundo Riders and Indigo Angels. I love the fact that Head PE was the pick for the latest episode. The first time I saw Head PE, they were opening, they were the opening act for Motley Crew. Motley was touring their pile of turds album, Generation Swine. <laughs> we are going to have to do Generation uh, Swine, you know. Slow down, Matt. So I feel like the link between Jared and the crew gives much more of a reason for the coach to review the swine. I think Charles Manchin and Tommy Lee would do a great collaboration. Maybe they could call it Methods of YouTube School. Keep up the killer work. <laughs> I find you guys funnier than most podcasts that are hosted by comedians. Also, since Corey Feldman is playing the Loserville tour, please consider reviewing one of his pile of turds albums. Lots of love, Jeremy. Uh, lots of love back to you, Jeremy. I like that you used uh, the little turd emoji every time you said turds. Uh, Perfect. That was very fun. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not enjoying this Motley Crue push, okay? I'm not enjoying I it. I secretly am. You, but- well, Matt, you, you, I realize, because I've edited every episode of this show, and I've realized that you will bring up the crew. You will bring up the crew. Yeah. And yeah, so, I will. yeah, so I think you would probably, if we did Generation Swine, you're going to be like, let me tell you a little bit about Mick Mars. And I'll be like, here we <laughs> fucking go. Here we <laughs> fucking go. I I don't want to do it there. I don't want to do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, but I, I have a feeling it. that eventually I'm going to get pushed to do it. But right now, listen, we're going to, we're, we're trying to stri- stick to that new right now okay that, that new that new and uh although as we say that we are doing like a cottonmouth kings episode like <laughs> right which is weeks, yeah. clearly not new not new but um uh thank you so much jeremy um that must have been really quite a show jared and and those boys um speaking of loserville just want to push it out there limp biscuit the loserville tour it's also the roach coach meetup that's right we're all going to be there. Matt's wife is going to be there. Sweet yeah. Mitchell's going to be there, along with Jenny. Let's meet up. If you're a road rider and you're local, get on over there. We're going to be on the lawn with the people. Team Fries. It's going to be happening. All right? Right now, we're all taking out loans so we can afford the food from the concessions. It's going to be amazing. So come on over. And say hello at the Roach Coach Meetup at Limp Biscuit Loserville 2024 at Pine Knob. And, uh, I need to tell you, Lauren, because mm-hmm. you don't know this. Oh boy, I have purchased those tiny little microphones <laughs> so that we can interview Roach Riders wow! and Indigo Angels wow! at the show. That's exciting! Oh my yeah. gosh, this is going to be the best. It's going to be the best. Get to Pine Knob. Get there. Get there. Hook or by crook. Hook or by crook. 
Uh, Matt, we got an email from Rachel Branson. We sure did. Subject feedback for 400. Um, there's simply too many things to list the ways I love you. I'll say this, though. You kept me and my boyfriend company during the pandemic, helped us discuss forgotten albums and songs, and gave us the thing we reference more than anything else. Judy, that baby got my eyes, which is Action Cop episode 238. Oh my God, do you remember that? Matt, I will never forget Hot Action Cop because I watched that music video, which is a crime, which is literal crime on the internet. I didn't. I don't feel like I said that right. The Judy, that baby ain't got my eyes. I think that's how it goes. Oh, listen, I haven't gone back to revisit Hot Action Cop lately. Uh, what but- makes me so happy, Rachel, is that although we may have forgotten, you haven't. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and she says, uh, thank you. To my long-lost American brothers and sisters over at Roach Coach, I'm standing by with some terrible British vegan nugs ready for our next recording. You drive me crazy? Rachel, Mosher Mags. Ah. Rachel, thank you so much. And yeah, we're, we're, Rachel's coming back, everybody. So buckle up for that. It's going to be a blast. Buckle up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Hebert sent us an email. With the subject line, who's fasting? Love it. Says, what's up, guys? Happy 400. First time emailing because I had to let you know about who's fasting. That's right, Who's Matt. fasting? You can't get away from who's fasting. It's in our emails now. The fans are fasting. <laughs> Everybody like, knows how much I love who's fasting. You love who's fasting. I'm going to get right to the meat and potatoes and let you guys know that cold, that's right, cold, will be performing this summer at Capulet Fest. What's Capulet Fest? Who cares? Because cold is playing, <laughs> and we all know the coach loves themselves some cold. This fest isn't exactly new, but honestly, it's going to be a lot of fun if you're local to the Connecticut area, as it is a three-day summer event featuring some great acts such as August Burns Red, Bless the Fall, Upon a Burning Body, Impending Doom, Archers, If Not For Me, Red, Colorblind, I Set to Kill, and many more yet to be announced. Thanks for the amazing content. Congratulations on 400. Here's to 100 more. Keep it rolling, baby. Matt. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Matt, Capulet Fest, Colts headlining, but also Upon a Burning Body? If Not For Me? That's the name that stuck out to me. If not for me. If not for me. If what? Not, that's it. That's the name. <laughs> if not for me. If not for me, y'all be fucked. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's what they say. I don't know. Maybe that's the first Maybe the first album's called that. If not for me, y'all fucked. C- can, we hear, can we hear a little if, if not for me? Yeah, of course we can. Yeah, let's let's do that. Here is their number one played song of the moment and probably their most recent single. Yeah, Feel Me Now. Put your hands around my throat. Watch me while I choke. Pray for us. I can't breathe out. I can't breathe out. I feel my doubt. I gotta get what this is. Sure. You know, Matt, it is a common lyric in the last, I'd say, 30 years plus that people have said while singing a song, I miss the taste of your skin. And I feel like it works 
as a lyric and a song, we kind of get it, you know? It's like mm-hmm. there's a level of intimacy there that, that's now missing. That's how close these people were, you know? But mm-hmm. if someone just said to you that you had, like, broken off with or maybe were in an issue with and they said, I miss the taste of your skin, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, you weirdo. But you put a sick riff under that? Right. Money in the bank. Because, like, okay, all right. Yeah, because what is it? What am I saying? Like, I'm definitely not, like, <laughs> imagine the guy's like a lap dog. who's like, ah, can't, can't stop licking your hand. Just miss the taste of your skin. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of it is, uh. It starts to get a little. It starts to get really interpersonal, really fast. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that it is interesting now in this sort of post metalcore, post genre world that you hear a song that basically like that. I'm just like, this is just a Backstreet Boys song with just heavy ass guitars dropped on top of it. Right? You know, yeah. like this boy is singing so pretty. But you know, not even that. It's like a post issues world. You know. Like mm. bands like that really smoothed it out. Um, I'm sure that's going to be incredible at Capulet Fest. They are really going to set the stage for Cold to come out and bum you out. Uh, <laughs> so get tickets now on sale. Capulet Fest if you're in Connecticut. Derek Wolofsky. 400 strong, baby. Dear Roach Coach, I wanted to send you a heartfelt congratulations on 400 episodes. This show means the world to me, and I look forward to it every week. Thank you, Derek. That's very nice. Thank you. I first got into your show in April of 2020 when my daughter was born. She had reflux and refused to sleep. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. My daughter is still kind of refusing to sleep. (laughs) She's better. But, uh, yeah, I remember those days where... The only way I could keep sleeping was by pushing her in the stroller on long walks. I listened to every episode and even played it for her. She loves Prowler, especially his signature. Yeah, baby. Almost four years later, she heard me playing Animals by Architects and turned me turned to me to say, this is really rocking, daddy. All I could say was, yeah, baby. <laughs> I love you guys. Here's to 400 more. Cheers, Derek. Oh man, thank you so much. Derek, thank you so much. Um, yeah, we got so many great messages and we appreciate them all and uh, Jenny appreciates them all as well. And um, 400 well, down. Yeah, 400 down. Four- but I mean, we cannot move into the next section without, um, do you have, do you have a sweet moment? Do you have a moment from 400? You know, Matt, um, the moment that has really stuck with me um for most recently was uh was the the sort of realization of the man i feel like a man um i feel like that's something that since i've heard it i see it all the time now of bands um feeling they need to change the gender pronouns in the songs so they don't seem oh no i'm not singing about another guy and uh (laughs) it cracks me up every time and uh and uh, it's just a very funny observation something that i'm very glad in and it comes from of course the honkin on bobo episode which uh, you know it's always great on this show when we have to take a bit to its logical end game yes and uh and we really did on that one so i mean that's the thing we did honkin on bobo we did stanger you know what i mean like are we going to do Generation Swine? Unfortunately, yeah, now we probably will have to. Yeah. Oink, 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 oink. <laughs> That's what a Generation of Swine sounds like. <laughs> Wait a minute. So in those five oinks, you're starting with Grandpa Pig? Oink, 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 oink. Five generations of swine. Oh, they I, all sound I, the, they all sound the same, Lauren. Listen, they that's what I'm saying. I'm going to say it right now. I have a feeling that I put as much thought into that swine bit as Motley Crue did in naming their album Generation Swine. There is something to be said about Tommy Lee's uh, ability to, to hear something, think of something, and go, that seems cool, and then, you know, fall into his koi pond. And that's <laughs> the, 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 that's the tall and short of it. So, um, you know, into his and and listen, I know that Nikki six, 
That's right. I know. I know some of the members of Motley Crue. Uh, I'm sure Nikki Six is like, I'm the brains over here. I'm the brains of the operation. To which I say, what does it mean to be the brains of the operation in Motley Crue? Yeah. <laughs> well, no one asked Mix Mars. That's for sure. No one asked me. <laughs> Didn't you say that you watched the doc and like literally nobody is talking to Mick Mars? Uh, no, I did not watch the doc. I have not watched the doc. I do own a copy of The Dirt and I read the first chapter and I was like, lives up to the rip. <laughs> like, this is some vile shit, but I have not, I have not dived into it. Because I watched that Dirt movie on Netflix and... I heard that was bad. Yeah, it was not great. I can tell you that. Do we have to watch that in conjunction with doing Generation Swine? I don't think so because it, Generation Swine is like their swan song. Like it's their last record, isn't it? If only. I feel like they have more of that. Don't ask me. I don't know the discography. Of- what do you mean? You don't know? You don't. Uh, I thought you were. I thought you were Mr. Motley Crue. Let mm, me see. No, no, Mr. Motley Crue. That's my father. No, I don't know <laughs> Motley Crue. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, unfortunately, you are one hundred percent correct. There is one, two, three, four. No, those are two live albums. These are all live albums. There's two albums post Generation Swine. Oh, they have Saints, <laughs> Saints of Los Angeles, and New Tattoo. Oh God, I feel like I heard New Tattoo, and it is as bad as the idea of writing a song about New Tattoo. You know what, Matt? I think the singles from New Tattoo say it all. Hell on High Heels, New Tattoo, and Treat Me Like the Dog I Am. Wow. Uh, People Magazine or Orlando Weekly were unfavorable to that album in their reviews. Uh, Here's, uh, I can't believe we're, we're going deep into Motley Crue on the 400, but mm. I feel like if Motley Crue hit you at the right age, you're like, this is the best band that's ever been. And if you weren't in that window, I don't know if you can get in. Matt, I think if they hit you at the right time, then you're in for life. I think if they hit you at the wrong time, you may be eligible for financial compensation. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's no good. I need to talk to the lawyer to get on the class action lawsuit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I would yeah, say. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, I love watching those videos of them live now where it's just question marks to what Vince Neil is singing. It is the great. You've seen these, correct? Matt, why would I watch live Motley Crue? No, I can tell you this is this is it. I ain't looking these up. I don't look. Listen, there are certain YouTube rabbit holes I will go down. The Motley Crue rabbit hole has yet to happen to me. All right, I've gone a Meta- I've gone down a Metallica hole. I've gone down a Megadeth hole. I've gone okay. down yeah, but mm-hmm. but I have not gone down a Motley Crue hole. Lauren. <laughs> For comedy. Oh, boy. Not for music. Uh-huh. For comedy. Uh-huh. You must. Oh, no. Oh, no. You must. I must. I am for comedy. Okay. All right. I will I will Google. You must Google. Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Kickstart my heart. Rocking at Rio. Okay. Try to figure out what he's saying. Oh Try to. All now, right. kickstart my heart. I will say, of all the Motley Crue songs, mm-hmm. probably the most accessible and the most likable. It, it, it is a straight-ahead rocker. Okay. This version? <laughs> unintelligible. <laughs> Absolute madness. Absolute <laughs> fucking chaos. The band is just like, well, this is a paycheck, and as long as it keeps going... Dare I play any for you? I don't know. I don't know, Lauren. Save it for the Generation Swine Up, man. <laughs> save it. All right, I'll save uh, it. But I will. Here's the thing. I will. I will Google this. But I have a feeling it's going to jack with my YouTube algorithm. Um, you know. Then do it on a fucking. <laughs> oh, I know uh, you're doing it in incognito mode. Thank you, man. <laughs> I maybe I will. Maybe I you, will. You know what? All of us use for pornography. <laughs> what are you talking? about? Oh, you have an incognito window open. What are you doing in there, Lauren? Looking at Motley Crue videos. Don't fuck with my fucking algorithm. <laughs> I'm using a bra- I'm using Safari. I never use Safari. <laughs> 
yeah. Uh, what you have Netscape on this computer? Purely for I do purely for Motley Crue searches. <laughs> uh, do not serve me, Motley Crue. Uh, well, that that took a turn. Matt, do you have a particular moment? Yeah, of course. Yes. I have. I have so many moments. Yes. I have. A, let's see. Uh, when Josh Toomey recorded "Scooter from Cold," wishing Jenny and Mitch a happy marriage, mm. and we played it for Jenny after the abundant amount of shit that she has talked about cold that was a that was a world-class moment yeah that was that was amazing i remember the first day that, that we were sent that and i yes. remember thinking i cannot i was like counting down the days until we could get to play it for her. like oh my god that's an yeah you're right that might be that might be the one right there that might be that the was, one that was such a great moment. Um, the jungle, the jungalo, the juggalo hundo, mm-hmm. just because it was so like, what are we going to do? How's this going to go? And then it was just like fun. Mm-hmm. And we just was like, let's just have fun with it. Um, when I played the Afghan wigs for April Fools, that was super fun. Issues is was, is an all-time memory mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Greeting Funky Ken Jenny and I thinking that it was brilliant and how angry you were. I really hated it. I really character. hated it. I've come to terms with them now, but I did I did sincerely hate that character for a long time. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite things is the Chris Gethard show. Love the Chris Gethard show. And mm-hmm. there is a character called Vacation Jason that, no joke, Gethard loathes. He hates this character he's like it takes it's a zero effort character (laughs) it's just a character that's always on vacation like that's all it is and he hates it so much and i'm like we find we found one Mm -hmm. it's funky ken that's it i would say one other thing is that i would say the first live show that we did Mm, for follow the leader that's that was truly uh an unbelievable experience and honestly surreal when i think back on it now just really, really was very yeah. special, though. Very special for well, the, yeah. and I think it, it. I think we this puts a nice bow on it because mm-hmm. I I have a feeling that we would do this wackadoo nonsense if no one listened. Mm-hmm. But the proof that people listen, they like it, and they appreciate it, really makes it worth doing. Mm-hmm. And four hundred episodes later, I know we wouldn't be doing this. Without the people who contribute every single week, comment every single week, mm-hmm. let us know that they're out there, support us on the Patreon or not, it doesn't matter. It just matters that you're there and listening. And I appreciate like 400 episodes is a lot for us to do, but riding with the road throughout all throughout all that, <laughs> that's amazing as well. So that's that's probably a good place to say thank you, thank you, thank you, perfect. Um, before we go, Matt, and we're not, we're not done with this episode just yet. I did want to touch on a couple bits of who's touring. Who is touring? And I want to talk about this headline. It's from the PRP. And this was sent to us by a couple people. And the headline is Amir's Frankie Palmari says he doesn't expect to ever return to Australia after this month's tour. So I see this headline and I'm like, interesting is there more to it so i go over to the prp and this article mm-hmm. matt is written by wukabus ah wukabus who said it would appear that amir's impending australian tour with 1056 and diamond construct will be their last run down under while short on context the band's vocalist frankie palmeri took to the internet yesterday february 14th to announce that he doesn't expect to ever return to the continent the tweet This is probably the last time I'll ever step foot in Australia. So to anyone thinking of seeing these Australian tour dates to support support Amur, 1056, and Diamond Construct, I'd advise you to take advantage of it. It's been real, Australia. Peace sign emoji. Wow. Do you think a dingo ate his baby? (laughs) Gareth Davies, please confirm. 
please confirm, did a dingo eat Frankie Bomeri's baby? <laughs> and he's so mad about it that he's going to finish the tour with a mirror, 1056, and diamond construct. And the whole time, he's going to be fucking furious. He's going to be, or did a drop bear get somebody in his family? Did he drop his cell phone? which also is his wallet because he's the type of guy. And then it fell into the pocket of a kangaroo, which hopped away with it. And he chased after it saying, don't you know who I am? And the kangaroo stopped and drop kicked him. And then he was just so <laughs> mad about kangaroo it. Kangaroo stopped. Mm-hmm. Straight kangaroo jacked. Mm-hmm. Yep. Went, oh yeah. You're Frankie Palmer. Don't care. The other option here, this is one that just came to me. This is another Wild right. left turn option. The other problem is, is that Frankie rolled in and he said, no one has dumber and more ill-advised tattoos than me. And then Daniel oh, Johns, shit. former lead singer of Silverchair, rolled in and said, hello, I've got, I beg to differ. have you seen my neck? It says dreams. <laughs> so, uh, and that was that. <laughs> that was that. All options. Can you imagine sitting and getting dreams around? (laughs) You know, I want to confirm that it's dreams. Here's what I want to say: is that it's definitely dumb. Um, And I say that as someone who loves Silverchair, who loves Daniel John's solo records. I'm typing in Daniel John's tattoo tattoos because he's got a bunch. Okay, Daniel Don's. All right, I do not need to see results closer to me. Yes, it's dreams. He has dreams. I was not incorrect. Dreams is tattooed on his neck. Yeah, I was at the store today, and I saw uh, somebody who had a sleeve, and I was with Rosemary, and she's really not noticed tattoos before, but like, this is a very public and full display tattoo on someone's arm. So I was like trying to prepare myself in case she was like, what is that? And when can I get one? Anything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do you explain to like a six-year-old that... You know, I have no problem with tattoos, which is just it makes me sound as old as the world. Uh-huh. But like, I, I don't care. I don't have any, and that's my choice. And if you have a hundred, that's your choice. And I love everybody. Like, I have no no problem with tattoos. What I do, Matt, what is I, I, like, I, I want to pause you real quick. I just want to let you know that with this whole spiel, I really feel like I'm not nailing this interview because of the big tattoo on my face, and you're not going <laughs> to hire me. What do you mean? Um, also, please leave. No, <laughs> no. I was trying to figure out. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, or standing there, and I'm just like, what? Okay, if she asks about the tattoo, what do I say? And I just say, like, I would just, I would, like, here's what came to me in that moment. Here's okay. how my brain worked. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, it's a very personal decision that people make uh, to to put a mark on their skin that'll last forever. That's like what I was should say. You know, like, you know, very personal decision. You have a drawing. Last forever. Then my brain, because it's my brain, keeps going. Sometimes it's incredibly personal. Like people will commemorate someone they lost or something that meant something between them and someone else. Other times they will be drunk. (laughs) And they will wander in and be like, what can I get for $10? (laughs) <laughs> what did you tell your daughter man i'm dying to know oh she didn't ask <laughs> she didn't she didn't ask. i'm doing all this mental preparation she didn't, she didn't care is it this, here's the deal isn't kids this don't the, care isn't this the lesson of tattoos also is sometimes you get a tattoo people get a tattoo and they're like i'm making a statement and then everyone's like a six-year-old doesn't care six-year-olds no, that know to know that Six-year-olds, they don't care about it. They don't care about it. So, Australia, your last By the chance. way, I sounded like the biggest narc. Uh, like, I don't know how you can say that you're okay with something without sounding like you're not okay with Matt, it. I, Matt, it's, it's impossible. A, Matt, so it's okay. The only way you can redeem yourself is by getting every Amur album cover tattooed on the back of your head. Okay? Just get them all there. Getting dreams as a necklace. Mm-hmm. Yep. You dr- yeah, get a dreams necklace. Yeah. Amur. My wife will be thrilled. Yeah. She'll be, yeah. And Listen, nothing she'll enjoy more than when you turn to get something out of the fridge and she sees the album cover that says, look at yourself on it. And she'll be like, the man I married. The man. Love him. Oh, oh I love life. him so much. What a dream. Oh, that boy. 
boy, Matty Nas. Mm, uh, it really rings my bell. Mm-hmm. Amur is playing Newcastle, Australia at the Newcastle Hotel, February 22nd. Sydney, Australia at the Factory Theater, the 23rd. And Brisbane at Cult Fest mm-hmm. on the 25th of February. And then they are never coming back. Sorry, boy. Sorry. That's just how it is. Unless you can find the dingo that ate his baby. I'm sticking with that one. But here's the thing. They're coming back to America. All right? They're coming back to America after that. And they're saying, enough of that. We're back. And most other bands after, man, the flight to Australia? Incredibly long. So Some might say draining. Some might say, after you do that, take a little break. A mirror? Absolutely not. They're road dogs gotta get back oh, out there dogs. they gotta get out there so they are then jumping on the half living things tour with alpha wolf unity tx love this they are playing all around town they are going to be playing detroit on april 27th matt yeah you are considering going to this show so I don't know Alpha Wolf. I'm going to be honest here. Matt, it's okay that you don't know Alpha Wolf because all you need to do is hear their song, Akudama, and you will know who Alpha Wolf is. All right. All right. Fine. Here we go. Watch the bodies come! Say it to my face. Say it to my face, Matt. You can if you go to this show. You go listen, this is the way to do it, Matt. You get the you get your look at yourself tattoo. All right. Correct. Right? Yep. I say forget the back of your head. Get it on the side of your head. Like a real yep. psycho. Okay. Well, I'm bald, so like right. I could do like a fr- fryer tuck, mm-hmm. you know, like you circle. Could. You could. You could. The whole discography right around your head. You go to the show. Frankie's going to come out. He's going to see your tattoos. He's going to go, someone, I just flew from Australia. I thought I was getting away from the dumb tattoos. There's dumb tattoos here, dumber than mine. Unbelievable. He's going to be furious. (laughs) Unity TX is going to come out. They're going to crush. Then Alpha Wolf's going to come out. I mean, this is going to be the show of shows. Their last album was called A Quiet Place to Die. They have a new one coming out. I don't have the name in front of me, but I'm sure it's going to be bananas too. I mean, look at this Look at this drawing here on this poster. This guy's got a big giant winter jacket on, pulled all the way up, and then he's got what looks like a trucker hat, baseball hat, pulled down real close, can't see his face. This guy, he looks like trouble. He also looks like he might overheat. Get him a cold beverage because he looks like he's warm. And uh, I think this is going to be a hot show, Matt. I really hope you go to give us a boots on the ground situation and let us know what's going on with all of these bands who I think are going to rip shit up. I'd say if you're a little concerned about getting tossed around, you know. No, I am a big boy. You are so. a big boy, but, you know, big boys go to these shows, you know, other big boys. <laughs> That's true. Other big boys. Um, but I'm saying, you know, you may- maybe get up in the balcony, you know. And just look down and see what's going on. I mean, you know that sure. pith, that that pith, that pit will be writhing. That pit yeah. will be moving. It will be its own organism. You know, you get too close, you just be subsumed into it. What happened to Jerry? Pit got him. Pit got him. Pit got Classic. him. Pit, pit got. Pit got. Um, so thank you everyone who told us about this tour. It looks truly bananas. And hopefully Matt Nas will go there um, and tell us what it was like. I think so. All right, Matt. There's only one way to close out an episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, and it is with Vandals Can't Handles Part Two: The Rise of the Roach. We are, believe it or not, still not through this list because there are so many bangers to get through. Matt, who are we listening to this week? So this week we are doing the Blank Theory from their album Beyond the Calm of the Corridor. We are doing. Sour times. Yep. 
<laughs> yep. All of this. So confident. Uh, here's Sour Times by The Blank Theory. It is. It is. Like, it is a cover. Oh, my God. gonna be honest gonna oh. be honest uh-oh that album to me uh portishead's album uh dummy it's mm-hmm. kind of an untouchable record it's, it is but it is it is a classic of both the genre and of music and uh that song in particular one of my favorites one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. that version mm-hmm. I can see the vampire lust dot coming out. Man, let's be honest, okay? Who can't relate to this idea? Nobody loves me. It's true, not like you do. That is something that the vampire Lestat would say right before he ripped you to shreds on the fucking ceiling. That's correct. Because that's the only place that he's going to fuck you and kill you. It's on the ceiling, all right? Listen, when the vampire Lestat goes and looks at a house, okay? Most other people, they're going to look at the floor plan. That no, guy, not- ceiling. <laughs> ceiling, baby. He's going to look at another but the ceilings. He'll be like, what are we dealing with here? What's it, you know, here's the like nine foot ceiling. What's the clearance? Yeah. What's the clearance? Yeah. He's like, all right, listen, can I, I like to get down and down, I mean up. Yeah. I like to get down and up. Plus, the other thing, though, is whenever he does these house tours, he's got to be like, can I come inside? And they're like, sure. And he's like, sure. no, 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 you have to invite me. And they're like, what? You have an appointment. He's like, yeah, just invite me in. It's like, fine, come in. It's a whole thing. It makes it's house a hunting a thing. pain. But Such that's pain that is that is the agony of the vampire life. House it hunting. It's a pain in the ass. There's nothing more new metal than a cover. Very true. I feel like this is one of the ones, though, where the original is so strong mm-hmm. that any cover of it will not be able to hold up against it. But in the context of a movie... Mm-hmm. where there's a vampire mm-hmm. this works completely from me going back and listening to this that will never happen right well i'm gonna be what? honest the, here's the other thing though to keep in mind matt is that if you are a vampire okay mm-hmm. and you've been alive Ooh, yeah. for so long okay, centuries you've yeah. watched you've watched loved ones come and go empires mm-hmm. rise and fall true you have then heard songs get played to death just played oh, out literally. so when someone does a cover like this as a vampire you're like honestly i'll take it i've been hearing so much stuff for so long it's just played out I'll, i'm open to covers maybe that's why there are so many new metal covers that remind us of uh, vampires because they're actually probably vampire funded think about it oh think yeah about big vampire it. pitching this sure Big vampire, big vampire. That's right. I I'm interested. I know this is a record that's been pushed to us before. I can tell you without even looking at the long list that it's on it, and then I own a physical copy because I believe someone mailed it to us. So I'm curious what the rest of the record sounds like. Is the rest of the record going to evoke Vampire Lestat fucking you on the ceiling? Hmm. Maybe possible. Possible possible an interesting twist on this list i will say a true twist a true a true twist he's still keeping us guessing we still have songs to go and he's like listen i know i've been hitting you with straight rippers but how about uh how about a vampire fuck fest too i'm like man (laughs) let me just tell you i couldn't handle it yeah their vandals can't handles that's right it's in the name it's in the name thank you so much uh for that one though appreciate it more uh more songs to come from this list and uh, that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you does. so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to us online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. One and all those. Subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Roach Coach Podcast. The pact is happening. You've heard the, the app. You know that it's hot. 
Mitch did the theme song. So good. So good. And more fun uh, to come with the Pact and and Roach Coach. So uh, um, thank you so much. And until next time, Matt, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Roach Riders and Indigo Angels. Thank you. Why? 402. We stopped doing this. Absolutely not. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.